so well timed almost like i made it that way <laughs> that's a miracle what's going on you guys my name's Kobe Downey. i'm johnny harrison everybody and today <laughs> and today we've got two tall toby with us <laughs> i um, wasn't sure if i was supposed to intro myself uh we've we've don't really <laughs> have free, a plan like yeah love it what, whatever goes whatever goes well how are you doing toby you're doing good honored to be here with you guys thanks so much for having me yeah thank you been, for joining it's us been a, it's been like 14 episodes since we started and uh we kick-started this off on your little live show which Big is quite fun <laughs> yeah it was an honor to be there at the beginning too with you guys uh i remember when sean got us all together and he was like you gotta you gotta meet these guys you gotta talk to these guys you gotta get on these guys' show and uh and i know that back then we started out with you guys being on our show and it was just awesome having you on and talking about yeah, we, all the work you do now it's kind of coming full circle right yeah we, we were that up till three o'clock we were up till three o'clock in the morning to be on that it was great oh, yeah. every, loved every minute right right, right. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun east coast united states and you guys are in england yeah yes is it all one time zone there yeah, yeah it's, we're it's, not that big the whole yeah, <laughs> you, you, you could fit the UK and Texas about five times. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite not quite in, as big as Texas here, but I used to live in a state, uh, Arizona, and they didn't change mm-hmm. the time zone for daylight savings. Like, like half of the year we'd be uh, an hour off from California, and then the other half would be like two hours off from California. Yeah, we so still really weird daylight saving. It was really yeah. really weird. Well, we're going to start today with uh, with tradition, as is always. We're going to find out. What are they drinking? So yeah, that, that's a thing. Yeah, Toby, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, Waterloo. It's called. Uh, it's just sparkling water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not a very all healthy. Man. Not very exciting. Yeah, it says across the top here: zero calories, zero sugar, zero fun, zero <laughs> just zero everything. Are you in the right place? <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> no, Johnny. We'll allow it. What, what right. are you wetting? What are you wetting your lips with, Johnny? Today. Some Brewdog Punk IPA. Extremely mm. sad not to have won fifteen thousand pounds on their competition, but I've now got fifty cans of beer. You, you can always buy more. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna risk it and do a whole bottle of Jack Daniels this episode. Um, I think I can do it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna what go for doing? the whole bottle, huh? Yeah. Just you smash mean, the whole thing. Just do it. What are we talking there? A 225 mil servings or? I have no clue. 50 mil doubles. Ooh, doubling up. Yeah. Doubles, doubles. Be nothing like the Nashville measures. So it's this week was Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, Toby? It was good. I mean, you know, I got a lot of roommates, so we were all together uh, trying to adhere to the. Uh, you know the the restrictions that are being put in place uh so you didn't really have like the super extended family over anything but Mm -hmm. still a nice big hearty family nice big meal 
Uh, what about you guys? Do you guys do Thanksgiving there? Any or any equivalent? No. no, just a we, regular. We're not, thank, we're not thankful for anything. We just okay. no, we just plundered the world and left. Yeah, yeah I mean, just when, when something we that happens, everywhere. like uh, I mean, this might sound like a totally naive question, but are there any holidays that the United States has that you will like that get on your radar? that you know about so that you'll adjust accordingly or is it, you know, like last week, I mean, for Thanksgiving for us, it's a big holiday because it's two full days off. Does that like affect your work week? Do you know that's coming? Does it affect your suppliers or anything like that? Not really. Not particularly. Just plow through. Uh, yeah. Maybe slightly more for me. I, well, I have a few American people I have to deal with, so they've all obviously been on holiday, but right. if anything, yeah, it's but- lightened my workload this week. But most no, of no. our supplies are in Germany, and whenever Germany has their holiday, um, that's when we kind of we, we only really panic if the machine breaks and it's a okay. holiday. But, that one gets yeah. on your radar, though. Yeah, that works out fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a weird it's a weird one to have a family gathering kind of thing. Like, um, first Christmas is coming up, so that's that's where we have got to kind of like plan everything out. You, you guys got kind of like a. Uh, uh, a practice round <laughs> yeah practice yeah. round yeah for sure i mean you know you do what you can you try and stay in touch with those people that normally you would see you know we're, i'm doing zoom calls all day you know saying hi to the family members that aren't here so yeah you'll get a chance to at least you know be in touch i think that's the whole that's the whole trick to getting through this thing is just trying to like Socialize. make sure that you keep in touch with people yep. it's really easy just to kind of get down get your head down you know get into the work and then you forget about uh, how important it is, you know, to let people know that you miss them, yeah. that you love them. So that's just kind of been my yeah. strategy through this whole thing is just just stay in touch, you know? Yeah. Well, with technology nowadays, like 20 years ago, this would be hell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It makes it a lot years. easier that you can you can literally just mobile phone, FaceTime or whatever call in 30 seconds, no hassle. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, a lot of people are probably wondering, who is Too Tall Toby? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> who is this who guy? Are guy. <laughs> <laughs> who who is what what do you do? I know you work for SolarWorks, um, but you also have your own YouTube channel. Tell us all about it. Yeah, I mean, usually I like to say that like during the day, uh my day job is uh, I work for the amazing company Dasso Systems. Uh that's the company that owns SolidWorks as well as Katia. Uh, and a number of other engineering CAD-based solutions. Uh, the new product that they are really trying to get out there is called 3D Experience. It's an online web portal that you and your whole team can log into to do collaboration. I mean, long and yeah. long and the short of it, that's what it is. Uh, there's all kinds of cool tools in there that are specifically for the engineering world, which definitely differentiates it from other web portals that let you and your team do collaboration. Yep. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, that's what it is. It's an, it's a real nice solution. And because it's their new product, that's what I spend a lot of my time doing during the day. Uh, but I love SolidWorks. You know, I, I grew up on SolidWorks. I started using SolidWorks in 1997. Uh, so I've been using it for quite a few years. And I love it. Uh, I spent a lot of my career teaching SolidWorks and doing tech support for SolidWorks, doing tips and tricks. So now at night, uh, when I'm not, you know, working my day job, when I have a little bit of extra time, I've been trying to put together some tips and tricks, uh, kind of help with that. Just like we talked about a moment ago, kind of helping with the whole community aspect of things, keeping people together, keeping people in touch. Yes. And ultimately, I think kind of the way this whole thing started was that when 
the the pandemic broke out and a lot of the restrictions went out and people you know were told that they weren't going to be going to the office anymore a lot of people found themselves picking up solidworks again for the first time in a long time and so i wanted to help those people especially with like tips and tricks like hey haven't, haven't been in the software for a while here's some things you might have forgotten about or maybe here's some things you didn't even know about so all through the month of march uh nope that's wrong all through the month of april uh every day in april i posted a new tip so uh monday through friday every day monday wow. through friday i posted a new video tech tip uh they called them power moves with too tall toby and it was all in that spirit of like let's let's share some tips and tricks let's help some people who haven't used the software in a long time help them save save some time you know nice. have a little bit less of a frustrating day yeah. uh, learn a cool move that can save them time maybe make them the hero at the office uh and that's kind of how you know how the ball got rolling with too tall toby and then uh yeah. from there it kind of evolved i mean i'm sure we'll talk about some of the other stuff too mm -hmm. yeah it's um kind of like goes like you got the 3D experience platform that's built for collaboration, you know, across you know different countries. But you know, this pandemic sweeps in, all of a sudden people need something like that to play around with. But also, a lot of people ended up with a lot of free time on their on their um, on their plate and just started jumping back into hobbies that they probably gave up many many years ago. And now, jumping back into it because they got the time to do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the people, you know, who are in there, are, like you said, they're hobbyists trying to get into it They're uh, Maybe they they had more of a significant role using the software. But, you know, when you're at the physical office, a lot of times you're, you're putting out fires all day. You don't actually yep. get to use the software at all, you know, and now yeah. they find themselves back at home again. And now they do have that time to actually dive in and, and build some projects around the house, use the software, get good with, with SolidWorks again. Mm -hmm. So hopefully some of these tips and tricks I've been posting are helping those people, you know. I, I learn sure almost every time I watch them, I learn something. I mean, Wow, um, what a compliment. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, because everything on SolidWorks is self-taught for me. Um, probably the best story that I always use is that I always used to manually create um, threads with sweeps and surfaces. Um, and when I found out that there was a button for it, changed my life. There but I did learn a lot trying to, work my way around yeah you, yeah you muddle your way through and find buttons yeah for sure yeah for sure. i mean i mean i i showed kirby the s key nice <laughs> i love <laughs> that the was SP. my that was my claim to fame <laughs> kirby been using SolidWorks for ages didn't know about the s key until four weeks ago <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. still i still don't use it <laughs> i love it man i love it i use it all the time every video every uh, project i work on always yeah. using it definitely if you don't know about the s key make sure you get out there and learn about the s key it's really a good one uh, and i have a tech tip video on it so you can check out two Toby and learn about <laughs> there you go Toby will hook you up with the, the pro tips not just mine that it exists yeah yeah but, but i mean what, what led you to then create a channel because like there's i know there's a lot of forums out there where you can find a lot you know ask questions on that stuff it was just creating another place for that yeah, I mean, when I when I was coming up using SolidWorks, I was working with uh, in the industry for a few years, uh, and then went to work for the resellers. So doing tech support and training for the resellers. And while I worked there, uh, I started a YouTube series. Uh, probably started it around 2010, and it was called um, 
It was called Toby's Tech Talk. Actually, I'm sorry, it wasn't a YouTube series. It was a recurring series that we did for the customers uh, through GoToWebinar. So it was called uh, Toby's Tech Talk. It was every month. Uh, and it was like, here's what's going on in the world of SolidWorks. You know, you're a SolidWorks customer. We want to give you some value add. You talk to Toby on the phone when you call in for tech support. So now here he is. And uh, and even back then, I was using, I, if you go back, if you look at um, the Prism Engineering YouTube page, which is still up, you'll see that I was using the Logitech Capture software to put my face into the video because the <laughs> go-to solution didn't really have a good webcam solution at first. And then even after they did, it didn't record. Like when, like when I would Camtasia it, I couldn't record it properly. And, and I like being yeah. able to control when my face was up there. So it was like an ad hoc OBS solution back in the day, you know? And so, so I did this series, this uh, Toby's tech talk monthly series for, for a long time. I think I did like 80 episodes of it, uh, which is a long time when it's only once a month, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then uh, as that went on, the, it kind of evolved. And I started doing this anagram contest where I would put up a, a word scramble uh, and it would it would make a weird word that, you know, like uh, uh, like it would, it would be like ice cream, uh, ice cream Uranus or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you would descramble it and it would be like surfacing loft or something like, you know, obviously that one ice cream Uranus doesn't get you to surfacing loft. But I think you guys get the point of what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm going to have a go later and see what I can make out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I would do those word scrambles uh, every month and get people to. Uh, to submit their answers, you know, and whoever got it right would just kind of get on like a, a leaderboard and it was just for fun. But then eventually that that morphed into let's do a modeling challenge every month. Uh, and so we started every month putting up a, a 2D print for the customers and then they would they would uh, submit their answer via email. They would just they would look at the print and then they would email me and I'd be like, you, you know, the next month I'd be like, congratulations to all these people. These people all got it. Got it right. So then uh, uh as my the company I worked for was sold, uh, purchased by another company, and and kind of I started uh, moving on with my career. Ended up ultimately getting with Dasso Systems. Uh, that series kind of died, and a number of people reached out to me, and they were like, "Hey, we missed the modeling contest. What happened to the modeling contest? Are you still doing the modeling contest?" And yeah. so, lo and behold, you know, here we here we come into 2020. And I started hosting these tips and tricks and live streaming is so accessible now and it's such a great format, you know? And so I was like, you know what, let's just let this thing rip. Let's start doing a regularly scheduled show and we'll challenge everyone out there. You know, anybody, it's open to anybody who's got YouTube to create a model and to, uh, you know, try to bring back this, uh, tr this tradition of having a modeling contest. So yeah, and, and that's, that's kind of where we are now with the, the Too Tall Toby channel. And if, if, if you haven't watched one of Toby's uh, lives, like it's very, very interactive. Everybody's involved because you, you're you at home watching your show and ma making models at the same time and submitting them, but you're learning at the same time. And I think that's that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I, I see a little ukulele there in the background, so um, I do know <laughs> that you enjoy a bit of music now and then and you have written some SolidWorks songs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's another, uh, you know, I, I actually grew up playing in bands. So uh, all through uh, high school oh. and, uh, you know, really like all through my life, uh, I've been playing in bands up to as recently as uh, uh, last year, really this year, actually, like right before the pandemic hit, um, yeah. played a gig with a cover band. So uh, right. play music kind of all my life. Um, and 
And yeah, a couple of years ago, I guess it was probably SolidWorks World 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, I did a live presentation on large assembly modeling. And you guys probably know when you have a very large assembly, you go to open it, it'll sometimes take a long time to open. And yeah. so what I did was I decided to uh, uh, write a song about SolidWorks to fill in that gap. You know, it was kind of a, there was a couple of things going on simultaneously. Like I wrote the song and then I had this presentation coming up and I wanted to open an assembly live, but I didn't want people just to be sitting around. And so, uh, so I decided I, you know, I'm going to try and play the song live at SolidWorks world. Uh, and so, yeah, I wrote a song on ukulele about, uh, how it's important to always fully define your sketches. Uh, it's, uh, it's got an educational message, you know, as part of the song. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, what was it? So, so with SolidWorks 2017, um, Luke went to go and watch your presentation and you played your, I think you played your song where you spoke about how <laughs> it's important to fully define everything. Um, he went from that presentation to go and do his own presentation where he had an entire slide dedicated how it's not important to define things. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very oh. nice, yeah. So when in that context, are you saying like in sketch mode? Or are you saying in assembly mode? Or what are you in saying? sketches what? and that stuff? Like be, because like I'm not making massive machinery stuff. I'm I'm literally making like a lightsaber. Right. Um, if, I don't I don't need to define every single element to make sure all those lines are black or anything. Um, the only time I actually do that is if I'm doing something that's truly parametric and I need to adapt the size and the shape of it yeah. by editing one uh, one feature. But most of the stuff I do, I just, everything's blue. It'll, it's, it's a nightmare for everybody. And then I'll make one change and then everything goes red. <laughs> <laughs> Toby started fiddling in his chair quite a lot then when you were talking, Kirby. I'm not sure yeah, you found it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, it's good. It, it's always, I'm just asking because um, I just got into a conversation um, just the other day with a SolidWorks user who was asking like, oh, does that pertain to assemblies too? So that's kind of where I was, where the question was derived from. And it doesn't, right. I mean, the short answer is it doesn't. Like, an it's just, it's exactly what you said. If something is, is parametrically dependent, um, a lot of times I'll describe it as like a multi-level waterfall or I'll call it like a waterfall effect. And it's like, yeah. if, if it's, if you, if something up top is not defined properly and the next thing is not, and the next thing is not, and the next thing is not, it's just going to be, you know, a house of cards. It's just all going to fall down as soon as you make one little change. Uh, but if everything is, you know, de dependent and parametrically defined and predictable, like that's a lot of times how I describe it. If you make your, your sketches fully defined, if you make your features fully defined, your model is going to be predictable. And so yeah. you, you really yeah. want to get to the point where you like, go to make a change and you you already know what's going to happen downstream you know and that's that's kind of the you, point you, but if it's not that type of a scenario like assemblies you know like do i have to fully define a bolt into you know the circle so it doesn't rotate no because it's not that scenario it's not like that bolt yeah. rotating is going to cause the whole assembly to fall apart so i mean it, it could it's solid I guess, ironically <laughs> in the real world it actually would but in, yeah. in the software yeah not nearly as important no, but it's, it's also it's, like it's, a beginner's lesson too, you know, it's just a good thing to remind beginners of because they get in there, you know, you do enough tech support and people are, or, or enough training, especially, yeah. and people are like, how come this didn't work? Oh, how come this failed? You know, how come, it, you know, it always falls apart. And it's like, ah, let's just, let's give them a good lesson. They can remember, get it jammed into their brain. So that anytime yeah, they're maybe. drawn in SolidWorks, they're like, oh, it has to be fully defined. 
No, yeah, it's maybe a... that's where we differ because me and Kirby are both self-taught, so no one told us you needed to define everything. It was I mean, like, at some point, I, I was told draw my square. That's extrude. Nah. Like it's it's because I've I've always like, like you said it's it's predictable, and because I've made that model from point A to point B, I know that even though if I haven't defined everything, if I'm going to edit one thing, I know kind of where that problems are going to yeah. occur, and I can fix it myself. But if I have to take someone else's model and edit it. Like um, I remember just getting like pins and needles and just freaking out whenever I went to university and helped some people out in CAD when they were doing their models and just like all of them just, just there was just red and yellow everywhere and they were still making their model. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you also made a good point there too, which is that um, when you're working with a team of people, the roles are different too. Like I had... I, when I worked with the the reseller, a part of my job would be that I would go out to companies and do like a like a CAD audit kind of, yeah. where I would interview different members of the team and, and try to figure out like maybe there's some advice we could give them, maybe use that information to to help help steer them in the right direction essentially. Yeah. And you know, it, it's as you would predict. There's there's some companies on one end of the spectrum where everybody is doing things completely different. There's no consensus as to what is the best way to do things and so user a will open files from user b uh, and i remember it was funny one company that i went to uh user you know uh b user c user d user e user f they all hated user a they were like every time we get a file from user a we can't figure it out we, we have to start all over and then i interviewed with user a and he was the only one who was actually using best practices like yeah. he would he would model a fourth of the model and then mirror it twice he would yeah. use patterns, you know, and the other downstream people would be like, I just want to move this hole, but I can't figure out where it's derived from, you know, and it's, it's yeah. because user yeah. A was like mirroring it and then mirroring it, but that's the right way to do it because that's going to make it more predictable downstream. So I guess the point is that, you know, on one end of the spectrum, you have a company like that. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have a company that does weekly uh, internal user group meetings, you know, and part yeah. of that meeting is, Let's talk about uh, let's let's have somebody bring in one of their models and open it up and roll through the tree and show how they build it. Let's yeah. talk about what we agree with, what we don't agree with. Let's come to a consensus organically, you know, week after week, because it's going to change. Best practices are going to change over time. But let's yeah. all make sure that we're on the same page and we're we're modeling things the same way. and We understand what each other's thinking. And of course, that company is going to have much more success passing those files back and forth. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way that I learned, like. I learned a lot of like, oh, make this block, do this, do this, and you kind of figure it out. But um, that was kind of easy to use basic tutorials to figure out. But then um, what I'll do is I'll start watching YouTubers of uh, YouTube videos of time lapses and watching how someone makes a model and use that, you know, instead of being told you, you got to do this, to do that, to do this, to do that, I just watched the overall workflow to see how they got to there sure. and kind of replicated that in my own model. Um, I found that was a much for me, a, a quicker way of learning. Um, That's interesting. So then when you watch those, are those sped up themselves or do you watch them at a faster speed? No, no, they're, they're sped up. It's okay. it's just seeing how they ended up with their final result and kind yep. of what path they took. Whereas like, for example, you showing people, uh, this is a quick way to make this. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about those little things. I, I focus on how do I... Um, how do I get the end result I want? Yeah, how, how do I get an end result of this? And this is basically just a bunch of revolves. And if yeah, I it's thought interesting I, you, it's interesting, I could have created it. I could have created this with planes and different extrudes, but then you know if I'd seen someone using a bunch of revolves, I 
just use revolves. Just use revolves, right? Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I uh, like last weekend I did a live stream where I went through and showed how to model a skateboard. Um, and I just did yeah. the deck of the skateboard because I always see skateboard models on uh, different CAD channels, CAD forums, and like like file sharing websites, but they're never really made right. They're always like kind of janky, like especially the deck. Um, it won't, when you bend the wood in two directions, it, the wood wrinkles a little bit where the wheel wells are and nobody ever yeah. capture that. And then like, it's also uh, a seven ply maple usually, and, and nobody ever seems to really capture that either. So like, I just went through and I, I created the skateboard and as I'm going through it, I'm doing it kind of like lesson style where I'm explaining what I'm doing. But as I was doing it, I was thinking to myself, like, this would have been a lot more fun for me if I was just plowing through the design, you know, if I yeah. wasn't explaining what i was doing if i wasn't going back and turning these things into little lessons and so maybe there's room for that in my uh in my menu as well in the yeah. future where i could have some series where i'm just like just plowing through and just modeling and not talking or maybe just saying one thing here or there but just kind of like you guys want to see yeah. like want to see this stuff in real time let's just go for it i mean yeah. for me it's, it's it's finding that where do i start that's the hardest part in a model is where do you begin and once I've, for example, I'm busy making a helmet at the moment, so I don't know where to bring up, never made a helmet. So I watched a couple of videos of people time-lapsing the model of their, their helmets. And from there, I pinpicked some, I pinpointed some techniques that they use, which I then applied to my uh, model and kind of figured out how to do my model by watching three or four different people modeling a helmet. Yeah, I modeled a helmet once too. Uh, it's not easy. <laughs> so many surfaces yeah um, i did one uh i did one once uh with a company and uh i modeled it and i was so happy about it i was like you guys are gonna love this right and i showed it to them and they were like well it's uniform wall thickness and i was like yeah it's gonna be injection molded right and they were like well our design the wall thickness actually changes and so I ended up having to like create the whole external, but then have to create like a loft cut for the internal that was off. And then they were like, oh, and we're going to have three different sizes and we want you to help us like understand how to change it. <laughs> I was like, oh, so now the internal has to also be parametrically related to the external so you can change the size and the internal moves with it. Okay, let's, you know, let's go. Let's do it. We'll make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Good um, times. But you, you've back back to kind of like your your challenges and that you had a tournament uh, earlier in the year, and I see you've got another one coming up on the fourteenth of December. Yeah, I'm so excited. Are you guys going to be able to watch? <laughs> it's going to be late for you. Yeah, th that's the tricky part. Is that for us? It's kind of may maybe you should have like night. a European division. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> I had a couple of people on Reddit say that too. They were like, nice. if you had a European division, I would totally be into this. They're like, but we're not going to stay up yeah. until three in the morning. To do, do you take wants. a lot? Do you take a lot of tips and ideas off Reddit and that? I mean, I'm you know I'm always looking or to help people. Comments and that. Yeah, I always like to help people. I like to figure out what people are running into. I like I look at them like challenges. You know, some of them are kind of layups. People be like, how do you, how would you model this? And I look at it. And I'm like, really? That's like it's pretty straightforward. But you know, they don't know. And so if they don't know, probably a lot of other people don't know. Don't really know how to approach it. So a lot of times, like even if it is a layup, I'll still you know take the time to go through and I'll, I'll make a quick tech tip video out of it or sometimes i'll just answer the questions or whatever so i was posting on there um you know i the solidworks one the r slash solidworks has been awesome the r slash cad one banned me 
all like, outright. like I'm totally banned from r slash CAD now. And the reason why is because I was posting on there saying like, hey, I've got these tips and tricks in an open like format for any CAD user. Come on over. Like, I would love to have you guys in there from other CAD systems. It'll be fun. Like, we'll see, you know, who can model this stuff the fastest regardless of CAD system. And the, I guess the r slash CAD admins were like, you're self-promoting. We don't like that. You're out. You're just yeah, gone. So it's going to be tricky. It's a, it's a bummer, you know, because I like answering questions in there too and seeing what they're doing in there. But this so R slash SolidWorks one has been awesome. So when I was posting a lot of prop stuff, when I was posting a lot of prop stuff and kind of getting my feet, um, I, I was trying to do that on 3D printing reddits um, and trying to kind of self-promote myself at the same time, not self-promote myself. So I'd always do it like, hey, check what I found on so-and-so. And I post a picture. Meanwhile, it's me. <laughs> it's like it's me. Yeah. It goes to count. That's yeah, got these tips and tricks. Yeah, I like, I, it seems like he's really got some good tips and tricks. You should check yeah. out Too Tall Toby. Yeah, I got banned real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I would like I, the my vision of that thing. Like, you know, what I do, and I don't know if I, if we said it yet in this uh, interview, but like, what I do every week is I. You know, when I have those contests I mentioned earlier, I post a drawing for everybody and I say, you can model this with any CAD system. You can model it. You know, it doesn't matter to me what you're using. If you have a CAD you're system. Open. That, yeah, it's totally open. If you have a CAD system that you can uh, input density for the material density and then you can generate a 3D model and you can output mass, you're in. Like, that's all you need. Yeah. Anybody who's got that. So, yeah, I know you, you've got people that watch you that use Fusion and compete and are competitive. Yeah. You know, on top there with. With SolarWorks users, yeah, um, yep, regular sure. work, isn't it? It's so <laughs> awesome. Like it's, it's like that's that's what I want. Like I would love for it to get, you know, to the point where everybody in the tournament is using like a different CAD system or something like that. Yeah. You know, like last the last tournament we did was in uh, June. It was I think June 29th, and we had people from I think five different countries, and we had everybody was in SolidWorks except for Fusion. Uh, the the one guy from Fusion was in the tournament as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was just like a lot of fun. You get people from all over the world. And now in the tournament, it's different from what we do on Monday night. Cause on Monday nights, it's, I, I put up the print and I let the chat have an opportunity to try to answer, figure out what that mass is. But in the tournament, what I do is I have each participant share their screen and then we can actually see both of them competing head to head. So they get a chance to look at the drawing and then we're able to see like, How's where is this person going to start? Where is the origin for this person? Like what you mentioned earlier, where do you, how do you actually get started? And it's so yeah. interesting how different because just like what you said with the lightsaber, you know, one competitor might start with extrusions, the other competitor might start with revolves. One, you know, one person might put the origin here, one person might put the origin here, one person might use like a layout of the whole thing to get started, one person might do it feature by feature. And it's just yeah. it's so interesting to see how differently people come up with these solutions. I mean, I think that's a good point to see uh, how Johnny and I will, will fare because, uh, Toby, you've set a challenge for us. I, I have. Been. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think, I think it might be a good opportunity to, you know, let, let the people who are watching know kind of what we're talking about, a little almost a preview of what the tournament's going to be like. So yes. what do you guys think? Kirby, Johnny, you guys think you're up for a little challenge? I'm down for it. Um, anybody that's watching, if you've got um, a CAD software where you can import your, uh, what's it, the, the density and you can find the weight of your object, um, you can compete too. You can uh, put in your results in the comments. Yeah, for sure. We'll get everybody in here. All I'm right, well, you- let me... 
I put together this model just for you guys. So let me, I'm going to bring this up on the screen. Okay. And basically as soon as I get it up on the screen, you guys can, can start going for it. Okay. Or do you want to do like uh, a, you want, how do you want to do it? Uh, yeah, we could just go for it. Just go you for know, it. Fastest just finger go. first. All right. <laughs> I'm going right, to take guys. a picture of the thing. Yeah, take a picture of it. All right. And then Johnny, I don't know if you're going to screen capture it. A lot of times what people do when they're watching the Monday night streams, they'll, they'll screen capture it and maybe put it on a second monitor so that they can design yeah. it too. But let's see if anybody out there in the audience is faster than you guys. All right, here we go. Probably, Probably all of them. <laughs> all right, here we go. Three, two, one, go for it. I'll turn off my uh, webcam here so you guys can see the whole print. Oh, Toby, you've not been kind. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. So there you go, guys. So it's going to be up to you to figure out how to do this thing. You have to figure out, you know, where's the where's the origin going to be? Where's the uh, what's the first feature going to look like? Right. These are all the things that we have to kind of think through when we get presented with a challenge from somebody. It might come in the form of a, you know, a drawing it might come in the form of a napkin sketch. <laughs> Napkins. Yeah, it's I've had those. And they're, they're usually the best. It's better than someone being like, yeah, I've got this idea. Can you do it? Yeah. And it's like, cool, what is that idea? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This guy, you know, little little hint here, this guy, you know, whoever drew this thing up, they gave us the, the bend radius on the arm of the crank as the outside radius, which is like nobody would ever do that. You either get the center line or you get the inside bend radius. Why did this person do yeah. this? I don't know. Well, thanks, Toby. Because they're, they're nuts. Yeah, whoever this person is, they're nuts. And I guess uh, you get people in your tournament that uh... – We'll do this in like minutes. I mean, I think you guys could probably do this in just a couple of minutes, right? Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what all this uh, self self taughtness yields here in our little uh, definitely our little not speed. Yeah, I'm gonna flip. Uh, I'm gonna flip back to the. Uh, I'm gonna turn my webcam back on here. I'll leave the print up, but if you want to switch it back to the three three person view. I'll get a better view of what you guys are doing. You might not want one. <laughs> Let's see. I'll see if I can move my camera so I'm not covering go. up any of the dimensions just in case anybody needs to see them. Looks like... All right. I think you guys are both starting out pretty good. Looks like Johnny's starting out with this uh probably this main shape here kirby are you able to can you change it back to the just like the tri view where all three of us are the same size yeah sure there we go yeah perfect all right cool so we got johnny in the upper right here kirby in the upper left looks like kirby's using dark mode but looks like the both you guys side. have uh you guys both have sketch contours on uh what's that <laughs> It's uh, it's just a setting in sketch mode. Toby speaks to us like we're actually we actually know what we're doing. No, no, I've, yeah. made a, I've made a career out of basically fraud. I can I can completely <laughs> Take it tell. Till you make it. I can completely tell what Johnny's going for there. It looks like he's he's trying to get everything set up proper there in the in the uh, whoa, whoa, front whoa, view. And Kirby looks like he's trying word. to draw this thing in the isometric view, which I don't know if that's a good strategy. No. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> So I don't know Sounds if it's like right. a terrible idea. All right, so we got 
this is pretty good here. Okay, that's what that's for. See, I don't, I don't look at engineering drawings that often. Yeah, yeah, the excuses are coming out. You hear I that, mean, Toby. you know, I, I am like a, I, I'm horrible oh. at this kind of stuff. So, uh, I think you might have a horizontal relationship on that, that quadrant point of the arc Fine. at the bottom I'll, there, Kirby. <laughs> I'll fix it. <laughs> I think that's, what, that's what's messing you up there. You're going to see nothing elegant here. No, this is interesting. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting. You guys actually both uh, started out more similarly than I thought. Uh, at first, I thought really? something different was happening. Uh, don't you say guys that, both, Toby. It means I've done something wrong. I mean, no, no, you guys <laughs> both ended up creating that very large radius using the circle command. Uh, <laughs> it's like we know how to. It's a little exotic. <laughs> uh, but, you know, hey, I mean, let's 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 go. You know, don't you feel like it's like slow? Oh, you. We've gone child friendly, so I have to not swear. But don't you feel like he's judging you? A little bit, but that, uh, I guess that's the point of the challenge. That doesn't seem right. Something's wrong. I keep thinking that, but I'm not sure where okay. I'm going from. Yeah, so that looks Kirby. better. All right, so that Kirby looks better. Like he's he's pretty much ready with that first uh, profile. Uh, Johnny's still trying to figure out what's going on with this uh, this top arc here. It looks like. Yeah, here's a here's a fun trick I learned from Rhino. If you if you drag over left, you select only what's there. Yep. Yeah, if you select drag more. right, it selects all. Yeah. Yep. That's called a crossing versus a window. Wow. Toby's got the, the full on the full on bros are out. Yeah. Couple a few years of training helped out on those fronts. How, how do all those blue lines look for you? Uh, They're making me <laughs> a little bit like cringy, I guess is the word. The thing is I don't know I, I don't know how to fix that. Well, you're doing great. <laughs> you know, I just realized I don't know what the correct answer is to this one. I got to look it up real quick. So I'm going to I'm going to bring up something else in my foreground here. I won't put it on the main screen obviously. Uh, I figured it out. Look at that. Yeah, I mean that the trick because that's construction. Yeah, the trick the trick from the song if you want to remember is you grab a blue point, you move it around. That's, that's actually trick. a very good way to figure out um, where your problem is. Yep. And then you just have to use a little bit of engineering intuition. If this thing moves, then maybe it means this. All right. Dude, I actually don't know what I'm doing for once. And it's not my usual. <laughs> I started drinking too early. <laughs> maybe, maybe that can be a bracket too. We'll have the European bracket and then we'll have the... You know, smashed off the, the European bracket. bracket. That, that's just the European bracket, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just I'm just double checking my math here on something. So, you guys keep going. You're doing great. Okay, you, you, you're we... gonna cry here because I'm gonna make this manually, and I don't think it's right. <laughs> you guys are doing so good with this challenge. I gotta tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling the momentum now. Yeah, I'm feeling very warm. Johnny's catching see, up. Don't worry. I can it see might, where my mistakes are. It might help if you add some dimensions <laughs> to your sketch. Who's he, who's he talking to? Uh, I mean, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to tip my hat to anybody or tip my hand to anybody, as they say. We don't do dimensions, kid. Uh, okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> this is all Not guesstimation. Yeah, this My is looking good. Is 
Like, I'm going to find something that I don't remember where it is. All right. Um, Here we go. <laughs> Someone just got a text. I don't know who it was. That was me. So I think what, one thing to note uh, there, Johnny, is that in the in the print, uh, the the center point of that arc that you've got up top isn't necessarily horizontal to the quadrant points. Like you got that arc, you got an arc up top which should have a radius of sixty on it. Yep. But your your quadrant points there, it looks almost like you're you're trying to make them exactly horizontal. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're they are up a little bit from the center line. They definitely should be up from the center line a little bit. You tell me all these things, and it means nothing to me so far. <laughs> okay, no problem. The other thing is uh, with that that dimension that you've got there for your your total uh, height. Yes. If you uh, if you hold shift when you make that dimension, you can you can bump that dimension out to go up to that. Uh, uh, to that, that the center, uh, the sorry, the max tangency point of that upper arc. I'm yeah, feeling good so about that, this. That functionality there that you're running into, uh, Johnny, that's called instant 2D. So up in your sketch toolbar, uncheck that option for instant 2D. Yeah, and now you won't have that problem with the dimension value becoming editable right away. So if you click on that dimension again that you had just clicked on before, now you can just press delete and it'll go away. Dude, it's like a free lesson. Dude, Instant 2D <laughs> is not uh What, not my Instant 2D? Thing. So, and then for that one, yeah, when you after you dimension that, you can either hold shift or if you click on that dimension now and you look over in the properties over on the left, click on the, the tab for leaders, the second tab up at the top, and then you can set that to max max for the arc, uh, arc location, arc end condition. So at the very bottom there, click max. There you go, dude. That should be I'm one free lessons. Yeah. Okay, we're back slowly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> will Johnny? Will, will Johnny take the lead? Will he? Will he bring it back? Probably not, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. I am sweating buckets. <laughs> it is funny how intense it gets. Like I, I've talked to some of the people who competed, you know, and they say that it, on the Monday night live stream, like it's. It's intense, even though they're just alone and they're just like trying to come up with the answer because they know that other people are trying to come up with it and type it into the chat. But then yep. during the tournament, when they were broadcasting their screen, they were like, I can't believe how stressed I was. I can't believe how tense it was. You know, everybody's I'm, watching. I'm, I'm pretty tense. Yeah. I'm not too bothered if Kobe beats me. I'm not going to lie. I probably well, will. You're doing great. You could, that, 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 that location that you're at now, what you could do there is you could just do a three-point arc instead of trying to do the circle. Um, I think the cir trying to do it as a circle might be messing you up a little bit there, because you, you keep like trying, that. yeah, you keep trying to drop the circle on that horizontal line from the origin, but it's I don't think it's necessarily there. It's not, I, you know, uh... not really called out as being there. The origin, yeah. And then that one, you want to make sure you give that one a, a nice radius of two hundred. We are. We're gonna come back at you, Kirby. Are you really? Probably not. Oh yeah, that's looking good. Oh god. <laughs> Wait, why is that? Kirby is just 
I had I had focused there on Johnny for a little bit, and I looked back over at Kirby, and he's already got that path set up for the sweep. Man, that's he's just that's taking impressive. the lead. Yeah, he might be jumping into the lead here a little bit. He probably is. It's hard <laughs> for me to tell because of the dark mode. Yeah, that's, that's he, my loves to, he loves to keep stuff hidden. So I guess the the point of this part here is I thought this would make for a good prop, you know. You guys could have this in the background against the wall printed. of a, a ship. Could be like a it opens up a door, cargo bay door or something. Okay, I'm gonna go blind here, but this is to help you out. Ah. Oh man, you just don't do that on my bro. Stay in the zone. Do it on his account. I've, yeah. I've got the time. Oh, wow. Oh, dude. Dang, shots fired. Let him fire. I think one of the best features in uh, SolarWorks is being able to do math. Yes, I agree. And you have, you have, instant, uh, you have instant 2D on also, Kirby. So I do. Up at the top of the screen there. Yeah, yep. uncheck that. Now go go back to that dimension you had just modified over. Yeah, now double click there. On the just double click on that dimension, and then right there you can just start typing. Like in in the case of that yeah, dimension, yeah, yeah. I've always wondered why that pops up like when it feels like it. It's it, it's that instant two D. Oh. When instant two D is on, you single click on a dimension and it becomes editable, but it's uh, it it kind of takes away some of the other options that are in there in SolidWorks like. The option to that box is called the modify spin box, and I think you definitely want that to be available. Okay, so I think I am good to do this. Script, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you just gotta go for it sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's looking good. So Kirby's Kirby's pulling out ahead a little bit here, but I, I'm not, you know, nobody's counting Johnny out yet. I would. He's just getting his uh, he's getting his bearings here for this arc. Just something doesn't look right. Not you this time, is it? This is in millimeters, right? <laughs> yep, this is millimeters. No inches. Hey, so what's popping on my feed? You guys doing great? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Toby doesn't help us on Monday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're not on the level of Toby's, uh, Toby's people. Com <laughs> what's up, Ivan? Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we, we, we're learning at the same time. <laughs> I literally feel like it's a school day. <laughs> Feels like an exam. <laughs> yeah, this is intense. I mean, and, and like I said, I, I've talked to some of the guys who do this on Monday nights and they're like, you know, I wanted to get some practice in, but I can't believe how much, uh, how, how stressful it was. You know, I can't believe how intense it was, you know, and it's just, uh, it's just kind of knowing that there's other people out there in the chat who are going for it. I guess something that I'll mention uh, while you guys are working through this is that on, on my channel, so this is the channel here, it's called Too Tall Toby, uh, on this channel... There, oh, there's a sketch song. Remember, you were we were talking about the sketch song earlier, so that's there. 
Yeah. There's there's a couple of little sections here that I put together. Um, basically, these are just playlists, and one of them is called Model Monday Replay, where you can go and you can practice these models. I got a bunch of these models up here. There's probably thirty or forty models up here uh, from past weeks, you know, challenges. And if you want to go through and just practice some models, you know, similar to the ones that Johnny and Kirby are doing now. When you click into these videos, what you'll see is that the 2D print shows up and then there's a little timer on the 2D print. So, you you know, you don't even have to run a stopwatch or anything. You can actually see how long it's taking you. So you just go to the beginning of that and then you'll see uh, the timer will start and then you can kind of challenge yourself to go through some similar models. Uh, not exactly the same one. I built this one special for you guys. So not exactly the same one, but kind of similar. Maybe I'll put this one up there as a Model Monday replay so we can challenge the challenge the audience to this one too. But then they'll have the answer already. So I've put in all the dimensions in there and it's just, it's not showing up right. Let's see, make your, uh, wait, let me see if I can make this a little bit bigger here. There we go. All right. So yeah, I think it's at 95. That. It's that damn, uh, the person who made the print made that 95. That should be either set. That should probably be your center line dimension, right? So if you, if you double click there, Oh, okay. I've got to do math now. I yeah. see it now. <laughs> yeah, so, but you don't do have to math. do the math. You can let SolidWorks do it. So if you double click on that dimension, you should be able just to click at the end and then just do minus 15. Does the math for me. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, he's in That's it. That's the power of the modified 10 bucks. And Johnny, on your, uh, on your setup, if you don't mind, uh, can you click the line command just to begin the line command and then just out in space, do a single click and then move directly uh, horizontal after you single click. So just do begin the line, do one single click, move horizontal, single click again, move away from that endpoint, and then move your mouse without clicking anything, move your mouse back over that endpoint, and then move to the right and down. And you'll see that that auto triggered a tangent arc command. So now if you click, you know, click there and then uh, after you single click, move away again, you'll be back in the line command and you can do it right from there too. like begin the line command and single click on that endpoint. So it looks like maybe you hit escape or something to get out of it. Now move back to that endpoint and then come off of it again and it'll switch you into a tangent arc. So the only trick there is you have to be kind of uh, conscious of how you move away from that point. Um, so if you ever like get, get incorrect tangency, you can just kind of go back, but yeah, just if you begin the line and then you uh, are at an end point and you move away from the end point and then come back to the end point and then move away again, it'll auto start a tangent arc for you. Oh, dude, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. Okay, I'm going to do material properties. All right, so now Kirby's at the last part of this uh, challenge, which is making sure he has the right materials. So the material in this one uh, is down in the lower right corner along with the density. Uh, so as you're assigning the material, just make sure it's got the right density. No tricks here. I mean, this is the default SolidWorks ones. Uh, but uh, then after you do that, after you assign the material, you can. Uh, there's a couple of ways you can do it, but the most common way is you can go to Evaluate. And then you can go to mass properties. That's where it is. Yep. That's usually where you can go to find it. It's been a very long time. So what'd you get as your answer? I can't see it because it's a little too small. I've got a I've got a sign. 
the material first, the density. So the density comes across from the material. If you already assigned the material, did you assign it from the library? It's uh, 1060 alloy. Yeah, so if, if you, you go over your, it'll already be that. You go to your SolidWorks tree. Um, th that area on the right is actually just the appearance, but in the SolidWorks tree, oh, right mouse button. Yep, and then you can go to edit material, and then go down to your aluminums, and then it's 1060 alloy. So usually for the tournament or for the the live streams, I suggest people have these ready to go, like in their templates or in their favorites. But is the density for that material is it 2700? Uh, I think it is. Find it again. Yeah. Um. <sighs> And what was your answer? Uh, what, I'm, what I'm looking for, mass. Yep. 2408. 2408.55. 2408.55. So that is, uh, that is definitely close enough to be within tolerance. Uh, nicely done. We're going to give this one to Curvy. So very yeah. nicely done, Curvy. Well done, well done. Congratulations and GG. Uh, very nice job, Johnny, as well. Uh, you guys. I think Johnny just Johnny just rage quit. <laughs> wow. Well, very nicely done uh, to both you guys. I'm sure he'll join back in now. Yeah, you guys definitely uh, got through it and did a real nice job of getting through it. And that's that kind of the gist of what we do on Monday nights. There he's back. I'm, <laughs> did I'm you, my, you my just rage quit? It wasn't a rage quit <laughs> as much as it looked that way. That's what we thought. Yeah, for me, it was figuring out that uh, the angle where this comes through. Yeah, that was a weird, you know, a lot of times with these drawings, I have to take some liberties with um, how I make the print. Um, there, there's going to be some limits as to how much I can put on one single print. Like that's been kind of the most interesting thing about this. I'm, I'm clearly not a drawings guy. I don't know like a bunch of different drawing standards or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, you know, I did make another, another uh, challenge for you guys. I don't think we're gonna have time to do it today, but I at least want you guys oh. to see it. I mean, we could have a look at it. I'll do one Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys might like this one. <laughs> I've got oh, a carbon crystal right here. <laughs> oh, you got one? No, there you go. Yeah, you can just model it off of that. Maybe you know maybe what I'll you can do with it, Kirby? A PDF and let you guys have at it. Yeah, we can maybe look at that next week or the week yeah. after, even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, next week we can do a bunch of challenges. Well, very nicely done. Uh, very, very nicely done. Uh, thank you guys for taking the taking the two tall Toby challenge this week. Uh, this is kind of the gist of what we do, like I said, on Monday nights. And then, um, as you mentioned, on December 14th, we're going to be doing this live with all the contestants. We've got eight qualifiers, eight people qualified for the tournament. We're going to do a bracket-style tournament. It's a Monday night, um, and it's going to be true, you know, head-to-head, -head, CAD versus CAD competition. So I'm pumped about it. This is the kind of stuff. Sounds awesome. I love seeing this kind of yeah. stuff. So. No, the, 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 oh, I can see where I made my mistake. I can see where I did it. I don't put a fillet in. I was going to ask, is it? Yeah, I was going to ask if you missed a fillet there. That was the yeah, one thing I, I knew I had to add was an R10 fillet, Kirby. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Donnie got it. Donnie had <laughs> it like, like, before he If I can figure out this out. sweep, I know I need to put the R10 fillet in because that yeah. will get everyone. Yeah, that, that, that sweep caught me off, and that uh, the R95 not being on the center line also threw me off. I mean, yeah, one thing. That you should definitely know, uh, Kirby and, and Johnny, both you guys should definitely know about just if you're making a lot of 
props um, and you're, you know, potentially doing a lot of this type of sweep activity is in the newer builds of SolidWorks, you can, uh, and I say newer builds, I think this was like circa 2017, you can create a solid sweep just from the path. So you don't need the profile anymore. No, yeah, so yeah, yeah. If we had something like, you know, like what we had there and it's got a uniform diameter, after you create that uh, path sketch, you can just go up here to sweep. You can, you know, you can pick that path sketch and then you can choose um, the diameter. Exactly. Yeah. You can choose. Yeah. Oh, Comple right. I completely forgot about that functionality. Right. You can go out here to circular profile and then you can punch in your diameter. So, especially for like sketches, it's just so much faster. Yep. Rather than making a whole new sketch to sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Not always applicable, but definitely like if you're doing a lot of 3d printing stuff that's a good one to save some time i mean do, do you think it's important for people to actually challenge themselves and compete and stuff like your your little challenges and model mania and that stuff i think that the i i hope i, I haven't started doing it yet um but i'm gonna be doing a lot of these uh model monday solved where i go through and i solve them in real time and I, my hope is that what comes out of that is there is a balance between following best practices or may I say there is a correlation between following best practices and ending up with a, you know, a good model quickly. You know, I think a lot of times people in the comments, the biggest backlash that I get is this is just teaching people bad habits. You know, what are you doing? You're just going through and you're, you're making people model stuff fast, but you're not actually enforcing any good habits. So yeah. hopefully what comes out of it when I go through and I start doing them, you know, if I can start putting in like sub five minute times, I think generally speaking, if you can finish these models in under five minutes, you're, you're going pretty fast, you're cooking. So if I can put in sub five minute times, you know, and everything is still fully defined, and I'm doing it following best practices and I'm doing it, you know, following the different tips and tricks that I've, I've shared. Like even just now me showing that thing to Johnny about how you can come across with a line and then come back and touch the endpoint and come off with a tangent yeah. arc. You know, if you take that and you combine it with the auto dimensioning functionality that's in SolidWorks and sketch mode, you could have that sketch of the path kind of all in one pass, fully defined, yeah. parametric, predictable, you know, all the things that we strive for when we're making a strong model, but you can also do it pretty quickly. And so yeah. I think that's the key. You know, if you're just blasting through these things and just trying to make it as fast as possible, you're not fully defining the sketches, you know, it doesn't really, it's, you're kind of, you are teaching yourself bad habits, but it's still good. Like you guys, I'm sure have been in these spots where if you don't get the part out today, if you don't get the model out today, the other team is leaving, they're going on vacation, they're going home for the weekend, and that's going to push the whole project back another week. And that means that we're not going to be able to get it to market in time for the upcoming trade show. Yeah, like these yeah. are real world scenarios. Being able to get these models done quickly, get them out the door, can have an effect on profit. So yep. I think it's good I mean, for those reasons. What, what you were showing us there kind of as we're going, I mean, Ivan was saying, it's like you don't give them any help on Mondays. Um but like you, you're obviously seeing some flaws in our setups, and we're just pinpointing. You know, if you do that, get rid of that. It'll make it quite much easier to edit your yeah. dimensions. I mean, I don't know that that instant two D thing will now. Now that that's off, I can um, I can start editing my sketches a lot quicker instead of having to like click it all the time until it eventually pops yeah, that's, up. Yeah, that's one thing that when I'm at work working away and like like Toby says, like getting stuff out of the door is always our thing. It, like I can get given someone on a morning that's like, can you have it done for 4 p.m.? So that instant 2D thing now is going to be like a, a joy that I don't have to click okay, literally get out my face. 
Yeah, that's uh, I in the uh, uh, tips and tricks that I gave at World this year. Uh, so at Three Experience World uh, 2020, I did a tips and tricks, and I was going through it like a pretty good clip. You know, I'm like, here's how this tool works. Explain, explain, explain. Here's how this tool works. You know, here's how I use this. Here's how I use this. And then I got to Instant 2D, and I just was like, no, like that's it. Just no. Just don't use it. Just turn it off. You know, and it was kind of yeah. had that, you know, like total stop in the flow. And everybody's like, what? That's it? That's all he has to say. But that is how it is because you get in there and you double click on it or you single click on a dimension. Then you press delete. And then it's like, please enter a value between zero and blah, 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 yeah, blah. It just annoys you. Yeah. And so I get why it's there. Like the reason that it's there is because instant 3D which is a mode where you can do that same thing in 3D. You can single click on a dimension and change it and everything yep. updates. Has some good spots. There's some, some really good spots where you can use that. And the reason they implemented Instant 2D is because they users wanted to have the same interface in both spots. But where there was a mistake, in my opinion, is they made that the default setting. They made it on mm -hmm. by default. You know, yep. and for now you've got users who have been running the software for 10, 15 years and you're changing their default environment and there's not really a clear explanation as to why it changed. Mm -hmm. And then like there's other nuances too. Like if you migrate your registry settings in from an older version of SolidWorks, that icon sometimes won't even be there on your sketch toolbar. Yeah. So then you even further don't know that it's that it's on or that it's off. Like there's all these other little nuances as to why that can be problematic. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a, it actually is one of the... Um, uh, the tech tips, I think, too, that I have on um, uh, the the power moves. I think it's one of those. Uh, if not, I'll have to make it into one. Yeah. No, it's, no it's, well, it's when, really I, when I get to work, it's getting turned off. Nice. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I get what you mean by you teaching yourself bad habits, but I think to start off, you're teaching yourself how to be a lot more efficient. And uh, yeah. you, you could tell your boss it's going to take four hours, but you can do an hour. And then relax. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like Ivan, um, Ivan, who's in the chat, like he, he, uh, there's an exploit in the competition. I, I actually call it the Ivan exploit uh, in honor of him. <laughs> so the exploit is if there's a, a plate with uniform thickness that has a hole in it, it doesn't matter where you put that hole. So if no. I put if I put dimensions right, so if I put dimensions to locate that hole, and you're spending an extra minute to put those dimensions in, so then Ivan just whacked it anyway. So Ivan recognized, like, you could just, you know, just drop in one, copy it four places. It does, you don't have to locate four individual holes because it's no. uniform plate thickness. So now a lot of times my models... So it's like like with this hole, I could have put it anywhere. You could have just dropped it anywhere. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh. it's uniform wall thickness. So now a lot of times with my models, I will have draft on the models so that it does matter. You know, so I won't, oh, make, right. I won't make it uniform on the back, like, to kind of combat that a little bit. Because it does just getting to that point of like, you know, teaching bad habits. If it's, you know, it needs to be, you should have it done fast, but it needs to be right. If it's not right, people yeah. are going to manufacture it wrong and it's going to cost your company a lot of money. Yeah. So, like, I think it's, uh, you know, you got to you gotta take it for what it is. And, it, and hopefully it is teaching people some good habits. And, you know, it's just practice, practice, practice. You know, it's like playing a scale on guitar. You know, you don't start out right away like ripping through the whole scale. You start out like, dun, 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 like yeah. you know, and then you little by little, every day, memory. a little more, a little more. So, hopefully, people just keep yeah. practicing the good habits, and then you know, you just it gets to be going faster and faster and faster. That's really cool. Like the, this, the tournament idea that you have, you kind of you're getting people to kind of try new things, test new things. How can I be quicker? How can I, um, you know. Like I've said, we both learned something. So I think there is, it, it's, a, it's an interesting and it's a fun way to use. 
the, the software, like I said, the competitive use of SolidWorks. I think and one of the like funniest it. things for me, and, and I even got to do it today with you guys, thanks a lot, uh, is just kind of being able to see different people's setup, you know, like just yeah. seeing how they have things set up and how they go through workflows. Like, uh, and again, you know, shout out to Ivan. The, the June 29th tournament, Ivan was in that tournament and he his setup, he doesn't have any toolbars. Like, n- not that he, like, he doesn't have a command manager. Wow. He doesn't have any toolbars. He just has the feature tree and the you the main user interface, and that's it. Yep. And he's got everything hot keyed and S keyed, and he can just tear through the software like that, like so fast. You wouldn't believe how fast he is. And so, I mean, it's so interesting to see all these different people with the same piece of software, but kind of set up totally different, using it differently as well. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And you can yeah, see I mean, that recording, the, the June 29th recording is up there. If anybody out there wants to see what Ivan's setup looks like, you can go back and check out that June 29th recording and see it. It's like so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mad. I mean, I know the, um, the the resellers at World get very competitive, especially in their own companies when it comes to Model Mania and that. So it's it's a bit of – it's it's team building. It's – and like you said, it's, and that's quite an interesting kind of thing of every week having a kind of a mini user group meeting, mm-hmm. um, kind of discussing um, how um, how people are making their models and how they can improve other people's model making skills and that. Yeah, I just think it's so good when companies do that, you know, and you can still do it now, of course. Um, you know, you could do it online. You could have an online users group. I think that the best format you know, is just to have uh, one person presenting and they go through their feature tray and they're like, here's how I built this thing start to finish. The part that we use at the office, you're inevitably going to build something similar to this. So here's how I went through it. What do you guys think? Is there a better way that I could have done any of this? You know, and if you just have those meetings with your team, you can learn so much and you can come to these uh, understandings of of what to expect and what the best way is to do things. I mean, some companies will go as far as to like create a playbook so when they get a new employee, they're like, here's how we do things here. You know, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it, like it's not necessarily micromanaging, but it's more like we all come to these inflection points where we have to decide, am I going to use a mirror here? Am I going to mirror at the sketch level? Am I going to put the fillets in at yeah. the sketch level or put them in at the feature level? So if you if you provide a new employee with like just kind of a basic guide for some of those common inflection mm-hmm. points, that can go a really long way too, Definitely. to ensuring that everybody's on the same page. No, I see. I see that at work. There's two of us that are basically doing design and engineering. So, if I do something one way and my coworker or whatever does it the other way, it's a nightmare when I have to edit anything or he has to edit something I've done. So, totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I know GrabCAD is also a good resource for that. If there's a cool model you see on there, and you can download the SolidWorks model. Um, you can then go through the feature tree and see how they made that. Sure. Um, yep. That's also yeah, an interesting way to to learn how people make model things. Um, I think that's that's a nice place to kind of round this all off tonight. Cool. Um, cool, man. We've done well. One last well, thing. I'll, I'll say one, one last because you you mentioned it. Um, you know, model. You mentioned Model Mania, um, and so Model Mania is something that happens at the World Conference every year at the SolidWorks World and now 3D Experience World every year, and it is happening this year officially. It's free. Uh, it's the well, not only the conference. The conference is happening, but Model Mania is officially happening. Yes, it's um, coming back. It's it's been announced. So. Uh, keep your eyes peeled if anybody out there wants to compete against, you know, people from all around the world uh, at the SolidWorks competition, the official kind of like the OG, the sanctioned uh, SolidWorks modeling competition. Uh, that's definitely a great opportunity is to check out 3D Experience World for free, uh, learn all kinds of great SolidWorks tips and tricks, and then also have the chance to compete in that thing. 
yeah I, like, like toby said it's free to attend this year like um a lot of like especially in my user group and that i've been telling them a lot go and check it out because they've always a lot of people from europe but always wanted to go but they can't foot the cost of the conference flights accommodation but now it's all for free yeah, and I mean, um, like and, uh, you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, you're looking for ways that you can learn from other people, just being able to see people present up on screen, you know, being able to see how other people go through their models. Like, I've learned so much from uh, uh, 3D Experience, SolidWorks World, 3D Experience World. Just um, like like one example is um, when you do an extrusion command, you can right mouse button and then get to your end conditions. So after you begin the extrusion command, you can right mouse button and you can change it to like up to surface or up to vertex or, yeah. or through all yeah. through all but like Offset, so for cut extrude blah, blah, blah. that's really really helpful with through all because you'll make your circle you'll go cut extrude and then you can right mouse button and jump right to through all well that's something that i learned from watching like a simulation presentation at solidworks yeah. world like it wasn't a tips and tricks it wasn't had nothing to do with cut extrude i just was watching the person presenting and saw him do that and i was like i didn't know you could do that that's so cool like there's there's so much you can gain through osmosis by watching yeah. other people present, especially when they're presenting live, and that's that's what I think makes this year so special. You yeah. know, it, you know, it's it's virtual, uh, which means everybody can tune in and watch. It's free; everybody can tune in and watch, and you have this opportunity to see so many presenters and and pick up on so many of those tips and tricks. Yeah, there's there's a lot you can learn from it. Um, so I mean, I think we can close it off by saying the three D experience worlds. Um, kind of theme is the freedom to create so uh, i'm gonna ask you toby and, and anybody who's watching um i also like to know kind of uh, what does the freedom of to create mean to you um which i think is quite important what, what, what's yours johnny mine gives me sort of a, a passionate outlet in a creative sense where i don't have to be doing engineering drawings all day Fair enough. How about you, Toby? I think mine is, uh, it's definitely coupled with 3D printing, you know, being able to see a need, uh, you know, and this is just at a personal level, uh, around the house, you know, a cabinet that needs a latch. Uh, I remember I designed uh, uh, baby latches when my one roommate was a lot younger. Uh, I, so I you know, designed my own custom uh, cabinet latches that the baby couldn't open. Uh, designing, you know, various things to to hold, to cover, to uh, just to kind of help my, me, you know, to repair things. The uh, the trampoline out back when the the top brackets broke, uh, able to get in there and, and see why they broke and make a better version of them, and then three D print them. I mean, that's to me the freedom to create is just seeing a need, being able to measure out what the current solution is being able to draw up a better solution in SolidWorks, and then being able to 3d print it out that's i think that's really what it is to me the freedom to create very nice very well said <laughs> very well for me it's kind of the, the freedom to create is to be able to um bring what i'm passionate about to life so a lot of it's video gaming um to be able to bring a lot of those props from video games to life so that people can hold them and get excited about it. Like when I was did a lot of prop making, I took, took those props to Comic-Con. I wasn't, our stand was a very hands-on stand. A lot of stands at Comic-Con will be like, you don't touch these. Ours were there on display. People can touch them, pick them up, hold them. And just seeing people's excitement because they could do this. And then 
a lot of the questions were like, where can I buy this? And my answer was like, you can actually make this yourself. Um, and I've always promoted that kind of mentality of, um, you know, you can create anything yourself if you, you know, find the right tools and put your mind to it. And a lot yeah. of these tools are so easily accessible. Um, yeah, that's cool. Like I've, I've got three printers on my desk and I can make whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's – I'm sure we all could just go round and round and round and tell stories, but it, it's just what you said. Like anytime there's anything that you, you need – we upstairs I have a, a four-panel light switch where three of them are rockers and one of them is a, a regular switch, you know, and, and so you can't find that that type of cover, the appropriate type of cover. What do you do? measure it up three print it out move on you know it's just like anytime and and for me it is you know like you mentioned video games kirby and and i have a lot of roommates as i mentioned before to you so i don't have as much time as i used to 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 play video games and so a lot of times like that becomes my video game is like okay i'm gonna draw up this light switch but i only have this window of time to do it and get it onto the printer yeah exactly it's like go go so now i'm like speed running the video game and then like SolidWorks is the video game to me. And yeah. so it's so fun, you know, and so, you know, just like, just like beating a level in a video game, it's when I, when I get that thing onto the printer and then I'm back upstairs on, on roommate duty, you know, in time before he wakes up from his nap or whatever, uh, you know, my roommates take a lot of naps. So <laughs> just like me, every, every yeah, yeah, we do, we do too, especially, yeah. especially when we're in Nashville. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you've got that Voltron behind you that you were saying earlier that you need to, you, you want to recreate the hand. I mean, right. You, you could re, re, you could replicate the hand exactly as it should be, or you can even go ahead and make it anything you want. Right. Yeah. With a lot of, a lot of fun things that you can do with that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that was fantastic. That's cool. Well, you guys, thank around. you so much for, you know, helping me get started on my journey, uh, being, I think my first guest or at least one of my first guests, uh, on the show. And, uh, this has been, this has been really cool. I love what you guys are doing over here on the core. Yeah. As this photo says there, man's reach exceeds his imagination, which is true. <laughs> I think it's, isn't that more of like a warning than a inspirational quote? <laughs> yeah. It's a warning. And then you spend an absolute ton of money on equipment. And you're like, I best do something on an evening quick. <laughs> make, make this worth it quick. Yeah, right. um, if you guys want to go check out Two Tool Toby, he's at Two Tool Toby on Twitter. I think you're only on Twitter. So I can't yeah, find I'm you anywhere else. I'm not like super social media guy, but YouTube is but, like the main, you know, yeah. Yeah. on YouTube, you can always hit me in any of the comments. I try to respond to most of the comments. Yeah, um, I think I put your links in the comments before for you, YouTube. So hopefully okay, a few I'll, of our, our followers pop over and follow you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And then if you if you guys want to follow us, I'll get the banner up. Uh, da, 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 da. Toby, have you watched him get this wrong before? Uh, I've not watched <laughs> the, the best thing yet. ever. Episode uh, what we fourteen. <laughs> Toby, he's got this right about twice so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks good this time around. Uh, if if you want to follow me, I'm KJ Designs three six five. I'm at Castle Run Creations. Nice. Um, because our, our name is very original and um, we couldn't really pick the same uh, handle for every platform. So it's different. So we on Instagram, we are at <laughs> on Instagram, we are at the core podca- podcast dot contact 
On Facebook, we are at the Core Podcast, where the O is a zero. On Twitter, we are at the underscore Core Podcast, and on YouTube and Twitch, we are the Core Podcast. Nailed it. There was a small slip on the Instagram one. If I was being yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a bit worried there. I was like. <laughs> And I stumbled. I was surely worried. You were like, oh no, maybe it's not the right one. <laughs> no, but, but it's been fun. Um, thank you very oh, much for joining us today, good. Toby. Yes, my um, pleasure. Thank you, guys. A lot, a lot of wise words. And we've learned a lot. I hope people watching have learned something. And if you want to learn more, check out Tutor Toby. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.